This podcast is presented by the Earth Hotel. So I'm here with the uh, the two men behind. I came here for an argument. The Facebook group broadcasts, and now the podcast. I came here for an argument. It's a swap cast. It's their show. It's my show. Welcome to the first episode. It's St. Patrick's Day, so sit back and drink your alcohol like we were doing, and we're going to discuss free speech and what mm. their show is. Mm. Hi, mm. fellas. Hey. Thank you, sir. How are you? Just great. It's late at night, and we're we're buzzed on. Uh, uh, alcohol, so We've we're going been to drinking. Uh, Miller Lodge I think vodka. it's really the St. Patty's way mm-hmm. uh, yes. for the St. Patty's Day. And what better way to dis- uh, to calmly and 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 rationally discuss uh, complex and interesting topics than with a buzz on? I guess. Well, exactly. I, I, I mean, that's know. how it happens normally. Yeah, usually we have a buzz on, and usually we never uh, buzz off. Uh, my name is David Smith. I am the uh, creator and a co-founder for I Came Here for an Argument. And uh, I'm Dylan Corker, and I'm a uh, co-host here, and I'm also an admin on the group. I came here for an argument, and uh, we're uh, here to have a good time and uh, discuss the important things. And let me tell you, I got the stats. And we got the data. And I'm crunching the numbers, and uh, we're going to give it to you straight here. Numbers don't lie. Keeping an open discussion and making sure that people can hear the other side, whether it fits our agenda or not. We want to make sure that everybody really knows what is being said without uh, just talking about it. Exactly. People just want to be angry at each other. And I know we are here for an argument, but let's talk about an argument. We try to have these arguments. uh, We want these arguments to be constructive. We also like to have some fun, you know, meet in the middle with some things and, uh, you know, call people out sometimes if they're wrong. And, you know, that's a good thing to do. Which feel free to call us out, you know, call me out. We're just here to, I don't know, open the gate a little bit. We want everybody to, I don't know, feel comfortable watching our show, not just liberal, not just, you know, into hip hop, not just... Indie rock, we want the DIYers and the people who don't do it yourselves. Yeah, so me and Dylan have been doing this for two and a half to three years. As far as this Facebook group goes, we've been going live and reporting uh, weekly news. And who knew you would come to this? Yeah, and we're actually <laughs> we're actually very happy to have Jackie come in here and help us out with this and I got to say, this is something that we've been wanting to do for a while. Man, it just feels great. I'll be honest with you. It like, feels wonderful. Let me I tell can, you. I can tell you guys are used to uh, live streaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good platform. Good at it. Man. Yeah. I'll say, you know, I mean, shout out to Facebook. I want to give a big shout out to Facebook. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Ooh, yeah. You know, he's. Uh, you know, Mark, I'm going to have to give is you. Is he a millennial? Mark Zuckerberg. Let me look it up. Oh, let me drink he was out. born in the eighties, uh, so he's a uh, he on the be. cusp. Well, I'm a millennial technically. So, I was born in eighty seven. So these damn millennials too fucking lazy. Here I'm on Facebook. Who made this? Oh, a millennial. Oh, <laughs> that's well. that that yeah. Okay, so all what, he did was sit behind his computer. He was still lazy. 
I mean, he stole it from Justin Timberlake. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he didn't do that. But, uh, I mean, Facebook, MySpace came first. <laughs> um, so shout out to Tom from MySpace. You Tom know, Without Anderson. Tom from MySpace, there would be no Mark Zuckerberg. Let me just say it. I don't like Tom. Me either. He was uh, my friend only by default. And <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, I would have probably opted out. Uh, because he never really you can't get rid of Tom he's always going to be your friend but I don't have MySpace so I wonder what Tom's up to these days but it's it's interesting that Facebook created a need that didn't previously exist Uh, we we have we have a need for connection sure but right the Mm -hmm. uh, the thing that it turned into doesn't bear a whole lot of resemblance on what we originally thought it was going to be yeah for sure um I think Facebook, now, there are a lot of people that I know that say, you know, I'm done with Facebook, but they always make a point to post Post a status about it. So, even then, it still serves its purpose for them. You know, if you're really serious about quitting social media, you know, I don't really think that putting it out there for everybody to see that you're just done with social media. It's kind of counterproductive and maybe right. you're just digging a little bit for some just, confirmation or right. maybe some, I don't know, you know. And I'm not saying that people don't uh, delete their account when they write those statuses, but then again, if you delete your account and you write those statuses, there is no status. Yeah. So it should gonna, go by saying action, you know, if you delete your face, if you really don't care about social media and being present, then you wouldn't care to tell people that you and don't I understand care that social media can drag a person down. But yeah. ultimately, I've used it for a lot of good things. It's very useful. But let's define social media. You know, <clears> I mean, people I can often uh, oftentimes see how Facebook is kind of like an addiction with some people. They'll get on just like any other kind of social media platform, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is. You, It's just kind of like a habit or something that people scroll through and then mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, and, and that can be kind of uh, damaging, I, I would say to some people and it's just kind of like, I don't know, but social media can, it can be very useful. And sometimes with like news, you, I mean, newspapers are becoming obsolete. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to use Facebook to socialize, mm-hmm. that's good. But I don't know. It can be kind of uh, mentally draining, I guess, for some people. And it's mm-hmm. designed, it's designed to do that in some, in some degree. Like the, the reason that notification things are read, mm-hmm. like that's right. a dopamine yeah, that's go, designed to be a dopamine a spike. Yeah. 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 And, and Eric Weinstein on the Joe Rogan podcast was suggesting that, um, not Eric Weinstein, Brett Weinstein, his brother. He was he was suggesting that maybe out of this emerges a cleaner uh, a, a, a version of Facebook that is totally meant to just serve the purpose that it's created instead right. of doing all this other stuff. Because now there are shit. now there well well not just that it's just now there are, the attitude of the company and a lot of these media companies is to create a digital cigarette in a way that it, that right. does feed on yeah. your dopamine yeah. Yeah. Um, processes. And, and it, it is, it's, it's dangerous and it's kind of irresponsible as, yeah. as companies go, but there's no, it, it's happened so rapidly that there's no the FCC or whatever, but, but there's, right. there's, there's not a, an ethical, you know, in, in a hundred years after we've, we've gone through all the awful consequences of creating a, generation of narcissistic sociopaths that need validation and if it goes away if then it very well could uh then, right. then they're gonna have problems living yeah. um but after we've seen the aftermath of that maybe there's some kind of ethics committee formed yeah. around how you can use this technology because yeah, exactly 
it's yeah. created a whole subsection of people that right. essentially live on social it's media. It's an addiction. And, and you, people and, can't be – people want to present themselves on social media because it's easier to create an image for yourself. And then when you – then when that person goes into an uh, in-real-life situation, it's like, how can I be that person because I don't have right. my tools or I don't, I don't have the shield in front of me. And it, it can be kind of damaging to someone's ego to the point where they withdraw, I guess, to just being this person on the internet. And I don't know, you have to kind of create a, a balance between that, I guess, because I mean, yeah. it's useful to be able to present, um, an image or to be able to promote something on the internet. Right. That's very useful, but right. to use that as a crutch can be very damaging. Right. I just want to say that on the, on the live videos that we have posted on our Facebook group, um, we do have what some people would consider a bias platform, but for this, we are here. Why, why is that? Well, because everybody knows that, I mean, I'm in an argument group. I argue. And when people see what I say, they know that I'll let them say what they say, but I have my opinions. And they view me as biased, which we all are in that group because it's an argument group. Well, everyone's biased. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that, I just want to what I'm getting group, at is. We're leftist cucks, David. <laughs> and I, yeah, so I'm just trying to. Make y'all look past our leftist cuck agenda, and I'm just trying to get get out there that we're this is more of an open discussion show, yeah. and I want everybody to hear the other side without us interfering and downplaying what they're trying yeah, to get. We're not out. trying to push our ideas right. on someone else. We're trying to bring in opposing viewpoints and discuss, yeah. and honestly get to know that person and have them know us. And I think a lot can be learned from that, right? Well, it's an interesting thing that, that that has to be said because if you go into a discussion with someone and you're going to talk about a topic, you're going to assume that you're going to have some kind of mutual understanding and respect each other's viewpoint, that right. you're there to learn. But you you have to kind of roll this whole thing up in we're leftist cucks. Yeah. Ha ha. You know, you have to layer between, uh, you know, you, uh, joking about it is an effective thing, but... Mm. Well, we joke about it on there too, and I think on that on that Facebook group, when you're in the heat of the moment, people just—I mean—they want to expose you, of course, and for being biased, whatever. And I think this show is just—it's <clears throat> just an opportunity for us to show that we do listen, mm -hmm. and I am willing to put that out there for everybody to hear. Because I want to hear everything that I can hear so I can indeed learn from it. And I do learn from what I read every day, whether I, whether I am called cook or not. Well, uh, you're, you're just, you have an opinion. Right. And you're willing to hear other people's opinion. And that's, those are two things that are not today mutually exclusive. Or rather today they are mutually exclusive in a lot of cases. So that a lot of people with opinions don't give a fuck that other people have opinions. Right, exactly. And that's a problem. In the Facebook group, I came here for an argument they it is a little bit more like it's a little bit heavier you know you you're you know people it can are, be pretty brutal and they group. can be pretty and people aren't coming with the same viewpoint that we're saying but this is our viewpoint and this is kind of the vision of what we have for the group in this right yeah, I and, I, and i'm not and it's, people will be very brutal in there and and, and it, i apologize in advance for that but at, at the same time i hope you still uh learn something from that yeah. because i indeed learned uh something from that it says a lot about that person right and you know i realize that a lot of people are not in there because they i mean 
they there a lot of people in there are just brutal. Like I said, they yeah. say things that I normally would not. So what do you what do you mean by that? Well, see, we had the uh, the hashtag white babies guy. Yeah, so I'm not going to go talk about... <laughs> hashtag white babies is hilarious, <laughs> yeah. but please tell me what it is because I have a feeling well, it's not. Okay. There's a guy... Well, okay, so there's a guy in the group, and he's a, he's a Trumper, I would say, I guess. He is right? a Trumper. A it's Trumper. obvious he wore... Okay, get this, guys. He wore a Trump <laughs> hat with his wife, and they put a Trump hat over his mother's his, stomach born, oh my god yeah, over really? the, his wife's stomach that oh, wow. is pregnant so <laughs> they obviously are trying to push they that force that agenda on a newborn baby well and, he's okay even, but how many was, hip, how many hippies would would do the same thing with a bandana or a whatever no totally i totally i'm just yeah yeah, 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 yeah i totally agree with that it's just um <laughs> well what happened was the guy people got kind of pissed because you know hashtag white babies he was just kind of being i guess uh maybe Wait, so really all right, so how did how did the white babies thing come into contest? Oh, like, well because what was because post? the brut- brutality, I guess someone was like, "Oh, well what was it?" because he p- was posting all the picture of his pictures of his baby to and the group. Was what like, it yes, is, the group. is okay. it's it's a I mean, it's like uh, what we were saying er- earlier, it's just a dopamine rush. He knows no, that if he can push did he, did he hashtag well, his? Hang on, someone, hang on. Did he yeah. hashtag his his post white babies? Hashtag uh, well, he white babies. He posted a picture of him and his wife and his newborn child with hashtag white babies. He was like, oh. people will hate white babies because they knew that they were going to have a baby that was white. <laughs> so what it is, you have people that they want to get a rise, which just like the white babies guy. Mm-hmm. Except They're he ugly. got an even bigger rise out of him by saying, well, you sure do post about babies a lot. You must be a, you know, right. you know, a bad so, guy. So, so bad how do person. you how do you deal with people that are clearly not just there to talk about? Well, we have topics. rules in the group. We do have rules. Um, so I make sure that no one uh, doesn't, first of all, docs. Right. Which you don't. That's a problem. It is a problem. And some people will be like, well, doxing is public information. Yeah, but this is a Facebook group. Private Facebook group. And I am not trying to run a country here. Yeah. I just have a Facebook group. You can look at, like, I don't allow people to post uh, mugshots. I don't allow people to. uh, Addresses. I don't uh, allow people to look up any information and post it in that group. Because Quality. it's for the safety of everybody. This right. is not a place for violence. It's just it's a place free for, for all. Right. This is a place for you to say your opinion. And if people get mad, then that is what it is. And, and let's yeah. just say. Yeah. So. Okay, go ahead. Oh, well, okay. And also another, uh, probably the biggest um, rule in the group or one that caused the most controversy was the hate speech. Right. Um. So as far as hate speech hate speech goes H speech H uh, but um, for a while they did not like that I would ban people from basically discriminating mm-hmm. and they've chilled out on it like using that. racial slurs or doing like yeah. saying just things to right, be but insulting thank, but, yeah. that, but hey uh, thank Mark Zuckerberg for that one now I don't have to oh, do yeah. that anymore he kind of helped us out with that one right you, if they do say the n-word they don't get to put I or E in there i'm just saying as an admin i can't look over every thread and every comment Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so we try to have people report an iffy comment or something we try to have a user participation right we say hey if you have a problem with this you can tell me about it i'll can i'll uh, confront them about it but for the most part if they 
are ha- hateful, they have an option to report that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, it's going to be reported. Like, mm-hmm. and it's going to be deleted, right. whether I see it or not. Also, uh, there's also a big thing on Facebook with people saying fag, F-A-G, you know, fag and yeah. all that stuff. And people have been getting um, reported for that also just uh, by default, I believe, by Facebook. Right. right? They just can't add the vowels. So yeah. a lot of the people that like to use that kind of language just take out the vowels. I'm not saying that group is for everybody. I know that some people will read stuff in there that will make them hate people yeah. even more. But the thing but is, it, you but, know... That- but those people still have... Points that we need to hear whether they use yeah. racial slurs or not. Those are people in the world, in our society. And, you know, that's kind of the whole thing that we're getting at is kind of just the conversation, the cultural conversation, the cultural climate, uh, playing our cards, checking the deck out. Right. And, and we're shuffling it up. When I first started the group, it was six or seven years ago. And it was when I lived in Marshall County, which is a small county in North. Well, it's not a small county, but it's a small town feel. uh, And it's a very rural area in North Alabama. So I made it for me and my friends to go talk about things that we did not like about the rural area. In a private group. In a private group. Not on your public Facebook. Right. And which I'll get to that later about the privacy. Uh, And so I made it for us to go and talk about you know, just anything, whether you be conservative, liberal, you know, into music or into just whatever you're into. Obviously, politics is a hot topic, Mm. but too hot sometimes. Yeah, it's a little too hot. In fact, it's it's still hot in there. But anyways, um, so as it as I moved to Birmingham, I met some friends and they had a group and they promoted my group. And there was a lot of interest in it. And I'm very glad that I got that because now it's international. There's people from France, Denmark, Mm -hmm. uh, England, Canada, literally all over the U.S. That's a huge plus with the group. Right, in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. So even though you have... uh, A lot of people... Even though you have your diehard conservatives, you still have that few uh people that are either hindu or muslim that can take the heat and to me that's brilliant because both of them need to hear each other yeah Yeah, and and multiple multiple spectrums of political thought need to hear each other because they're not competing i think part of the part of the problem of the divisive uh uh, mainstream media approach is that they're not competing teams right Mm -hmm. and i get the appeal of like from a from a completely cold objective like advertising dollars thing like i get the appeal of playing it up as much as you can and making it like sports because sports is only the most profitable you know a media event that's ever been made Mm. but they're not competing teams they they're they're multiple strategies for accomplishing society Mm. and as the landscape changes underneath you we need different like societies need different strategies for accomplishing different things yeah right and you have to have open discourse about how those things interact and that that fundamentally can't be based on who's right or who is winning the fight but the tug of war between the two because the point mm-hmm. is not to go yeah. to one side or the other mm-hmm. it's to use elements of either side in well-formed individuals which is what our society kind of came to consensus on is like america is all about 
the the American individualism. Well, it's well formed individuals that you need. Mm. It's well, it's it's individuals that can speak true and know what they think and actually think and have discourse and respect right, each other yeah. and, and play on a level ground. <clears throat> Correct. Yeah. Uh, we tend to lack that in America compared to other countries. I mean, we look at uh, the educational level in America. It's pretty concerning, but, you know, there is hope. It's also in, very scattered. Yeah, it is. And, you know, there are concentrations, and those can be tapped into. And, I mean, we do have great thinkers in America and great great things going on here, as well as the rest of the world. And I was just thinking this kind of a random thought. Um, you were talking about sports. Um, uh, it's too bad that, you know, it's not like – there are other uh, planets close to Earth that have, you know, we couldn't compete because then it would be like Earth versus these people. So right. it wouldn't be so like America versus Russia. It would be like Earth versus whoever, Mars yeah. 2.0. And then, you know, we could kind of, kind of come together because it's not often that the world comes together as one on one team because we don't have anybody else to go against. So. Well, I don't think we need – well, an adversary definitely helps. And, and I've heard comparisons of you – know, or I've heard parallels drawn with that uh, – with like why does god ex- in in the in the christian mythos like why does god mm. allow the devil to exist yeah. well it's like without right. an adversary you become soft yeah you have nothing to fight for but the competition is not or uh, i i think the competition could be oriented to, uh, oriented around and i see <laughs> I, I glance at the bookshelf and i see nietzsche <laughs> yeah. there yeah. it has to be oriented yeah. around common values that are going to that are that are based on advancing the human potential mm-hmm. and uh-huh. we compete to achieve something and the Olympics are going on right now as we yeah. record this. And that's, that's an interesting thing. Cause that's what I was thinking. I love to watch the yeah. Olympics cause I love, love to that. see people almost desperately crying <laughs> right. um, because they're trying to achieve greatness yeah. compared to many, many other people that are trying to approximate the same greatness. Like mm. how close to perfection can I get compared to the other person that's approaching perfection? Yeah. Like, and we love to see that. Right. But, but the glory of, of human potential is wrapped up in all this other bullshit that mm. it's not. So, so we've like, we've come to the topic of responsibility multiple times in this interchange already. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's the responsibility of everyone to be civil in the group, mm-hmm. civil to the point where like you can't just flatly insult someone with the lowest resolution, awful, like yeah. you, you can't slur someone to make your point. And that's, yeah. that's a pretty good rule. That's a, yeah. that's a first order rule. But then there there are just to be clear, there are people that get around the loophole and we just don't see it. It's not that we don't want to protect anybody's, you know, uh, if, if people come in there and they're just a very sensitive person. It's not that we're not trying to look out for them at you all. You defend for yourself. But it's I just want to be clear that even though there are sometimes there is some protection, that group is not for the probably the kindest of hearts you yeah. know what i'm oh, saying no, you gotta be not. the fans are looking for compassion you will not find it uh 60 to 70 to 80 percent you of gotta the time. realize that this is what we're trying to get at is that this is what we're dealing with these are the people that that we're trying to look into instead of saying no nah, just get away from me because yeah. we need to understand why they're saying what they're saying. Right. Same way I think they, that's a, a really important. Right. Yeah. And same yeah. way they need to understand why we are saying what we are saying. It's because not, that because, takes away the, the face value or the initial response of what they say. You get into why they're saying it. Then you can get into the real issues of, well, how can we change that? Or what can we really come to? And you find commonalities in people. Yeah. Um, it's not based on anyone having a, a superior moral stance. Yeah. 
Um, and, right. and that doesn't, that doesn't really work yeah. when, when people try that, mm. you know, there, there's not a difference right. like intellect is not, and just to notice that like intellect is not a, an indicator of a political leaning. It's yeah. personality type yeah. because we're, we approach reality differently, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to mitigate mm. that, yeah. uh, the difference in reality. And you have to admit that, yeah, we're going to be different fundamentally and our values mm. and our interests are often different, mm. but Within groups, you have uh, more diversity than between groups. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, exactly. And I just want to say that I know that when somebody uses, you know, language that we don't all agree with, we have to take into consideration that they don't actually see that as offensive. Yeah. They're and it's going not, to say that if they want to say gonna that. And they're going to say that to make you mad sometimes, yeah. but they honestly don't see that as offensive. So they think you being offended by it is, is it's, is I mean, it's a uh, candy. Less to worthy. Them. Yeah. They, they're I looking mean, for that. That's why they're saying in the same way. We, uh, you know, people that are opposite would use some things that is candy to them. Yeah. It, it goes both ways. It yeah. really does. There's a lot of times in that group. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, know? how could you say that? Yeah. That's, you know, that's just terrible. But mm-hmm. but there are a lot of times in the group where I'm like, wow, this is very constructive and I'm glad that this is <clears throat> for for the most part, it's a very positive I mean, when you look at the end result or the end goal or, or, or the purpose of the group, I think that it is right. more positive than negative, even though there's a lot of negative shit going on. Well it's negative, but it's negative, but I still learn from that negative. <laughs> it, it's negative. <laughs> The, I don't know. You'll just have to check it out for yourself. Yeah, I came here for an argument and Facebook.com. <laughs> Maybe we'll uh, we're work, we're going to be working on a lot of things though in the future, uh, soon to come future. Uh, hopefully, we'll have our own uh, website. We'll have a YouTube channel. Uh, we'll be doing a lot of different things, community outreach. Uh, me and David like to do a little bit of uh, vlogging. We've uh, had a small success in a, a vlogging thing. We like to go out. We're we're trying to plan on meeting with certain figures, um, getting certain people on camera, or, or going out for a certain purpose, and yeah, you know, seeing I'll, what's we really going on out in the world. And uh, we're going to get to the bottom of this, folks. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, and um, <clears throat> for those of you that ha- will see or have seen our videos on facebook you will uh realize that sometimes we are not always being serious but on, yeah, in yeah. this uh, particular setting we are going to be as straightforward and as as know, we could possibly be exactly. and, you know, and you know i like to joke i do I too like to be I, a little funny and i like to uh, get some chuckles out of some people including myself i like to, I like to make myself chuckle yeah, I mean, because uh, you know, if I'm laughing, I'm not crying. I mean, yeah, I, and that's uh, that should be my yearbook quote, senior senior uh, senior year, year back uh, in the day. three years ago. <laughs> yeah, or however many years ago, <laughs> yeah, ten, I, twenty, three, five. I don't know. Uh, who's counting? We don't believe in age, but yeah, anyways, what is what is a number according to each society? I don't know. It's different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it was just Chinese, or it was a Lunar New Year, <clears throat> and you know, we didn't celebrate that as much as we celebrated the. Uh, some Mar- people uh, look at age year. for one fucking Wait. reason, the others for some other fucking reason. <laughs> it's, it's still a Chinese. Who's cel- who else is celebrating the Lunar New Year? I think I don't know. Is everybody celebrating the Lunar New? Year? Oh, well, it's a no. Lunar New. No. no. We then celebrate who, it because the Chinese celebrate it. Well, then it's a shit. fucking Chinese New Year, man. Fuck. Yeah, you're is right. This the, it is. Is, is this the, the craziness the dog, that we come actually, to? Right? You're the dog? I'm not sure about that. I'm, I'm actually hey, I'm uh, 90% Dylan, sure. Get, this, get the, the facts dog. on that one. Google.com. Uh, 
please don't sue me for saying that. Year of the Dog. Uh, bum, bum, shit. Bum, Let's bum, see. Bum, bum. What? Uh, fuck. I, I, I swear it's Year of the Dog. I mean, I was on Snapchat and they had the, the filters and they had a dog on there. I was like, okay, well, it must be Year of the Dog. Oh, Year of the Dog 2018. That's what I'm talking about. Zodiac Luck. Let's check out my fortune and career. Health, love. Uh, let's see. 2018 is Year of the Dog. Okay. okay. Chinese astrology. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's honestly what we've been trying to get out the whole time. The what next was, time. What was year? last year? Uh, let's find out. Uh, I, I said, <laughs> I think I said on a previous podcast that it was the year of the cock, but I think I might have been. I think it was year of the cock. Erroneous. 2017 Chinese astro. What would, what would that be under? Like, what would that be called? Like, is it uh, Chinese year of the Chinese Google? year of the Google? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 2017 uh, Chinese year of the rooster. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Cha-ching. Rooster, baby. Rooster. I'm going to find the rooster. <laughs> yeah, that <Yeah>. song. <laughs> a song about Chinese New Year. Yeah, yeah okay. he would have known. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm really... may have been the year of the rooster that year. Let's find out. I don't know if we should... Well, uh, I think it's a broader... 1993. Yeah. Maybe that was the year. Let's Now, let's compare the stats here. Was that Allison Chains? Yes. What Wait was a minute. song called Rooster? Are yes. we about to conspire? I'm going to find out if it was in... Oh, it was 1992. So maybe they were anticipating the When year did, the, did the album come out? When did mm-hmm. that album come out? Let's see. Let's find out what album it was. Well, they wrote it a year or two before the album, shortly. Oh, so if it's 1993, we may be on to something here, boys. Well, I know what the Congrats. song's about, but I'm, con- uh, I'm curious about... <laughs> Let's see. Oh, release date, March 15th, 1993. Year of the Rooster. Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) Bam. Bam. But seriously. The hard-hitting facts here. Yeah. Here we go. This is not an argument. This is not. We're not open for discussion. This This is is just fact. Okay. Just go to Google. I don't know what to say. This is the year of the rooster, and that's when that song came out. Wow. The more you fucking know, let me tell you. Um, I'm going to uh, now start- there are, now there are three elements. You mentioned three roosters, yes, mm-hmm. and that makes a triangle. Yeah. And so the Illuminati was behind Alice in Chains. Oh, I get shit. it. We're getting I get deep. it. And what? So uh, uh, so did uh, Al? What was uh, maybe Alice. he sold his soul? Maybe the chains are a representation of the Illuminati. Keeping Alice down. Keeping Alice down. He made the song to try to reach out to the folks like us to figure it out. And we didn't understand. And we didn't get it. Until, until, you see the bigger picture? until the year until, of the cock the year of the, became the, around again. We understand now. And now all the stars are aligned properly and we can defeat the Illuminati this wow, year. Wow, I can't believe we just made that connection. And you heard it first. An inch of exclusive. Inch of exclusive. Combo breaker. So I, <laughs> so I used to work for a captioning company. Like I would watch, I'd have to watch videos and write the things that they were saying. And one of them was this guy's vlog or he was on public access or something. It was, uh, he, he interviewed musicians. He was a music critic or whatever. And he talked to the the main guy from Alice in Chains and he was talking, Mm -hmm. this is like two years ago. And he was talking about this big festival where everyone is like interacting with sound, with technology, man. Mm. And uh, he looked like a discount Steven Tyler in his like house yeah. with like a bust of Beethoven and like three guitars and nothing ever came of that. So maybe it was the Illuminati, like maybe, or, you know, that was, uh, 
the Illuminati is, uh, they're really plotting out here. And let's give a shout out to Alex Jones. I'm just going to go ahead and he's say trying it. To, I don't think Taco Bell knows what they're messing with, releasing those commercials about the Bell don't. Illuminati. They're about to take their franchise down. Okay. Let me tell you, those French fries are kind of fucking shady. And I think the Illuminati. I think that was a conspiracy. Was a conspiracy. And I haven't even tried them. And I know that they're probably not as good as Burger King or even McDonald's. They're actually not probably, that bad. But yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I actually didn't think they were that bad. I mean, it just depends if they're crispy. Yeah, fuck or, Taco Bell, but yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not really that into it. It's a drunk snack. <clears throat> you're if you're right. poor, and, and and which I am poor. I am too. But I'm anyways, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I just Taco wanted... Bell does not sponsor the other hotel, by the way. Yeah, yes. yeah. thank you. Uh, maybe maybe one day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Probably not, but yeah. Uh, so, Hopefully not. anyways, I just want to bring up the uh, I came here for an argument privacy, and for those that are new to that, we call it Ichva, I C H F A A. So you can just say Ichva for short. But what I want to say is <clears throat> one reason I made the group private is because, for one, I do not think it's necessary f- for it to be public on your feed. Because for one, <laughs> hell people, no. For one, people are gonna see it and be like, "Dude, what the fuck is that shit?" Another two until they join the group and they're like, "Yeah, this is the shit." Yeah. Oh yeah. Th- yeah. Of course. And uh, so, anyways, uh, another reason is um, I just don't want anything that someone says, like I said, to be on their public feed because I mm-hmm. feel like it could come back to haunt them. You oh, know. Yeah. Well, it's the difference between like a, a conversation you have. At a at, loudly at a bar and a conversation you'd have in a closed room. Yeah, like that's the social media equivalent. Definitely, right? you know, and it's a good way of putting it. Some people have social media controversies, and people say one thing and they have another thing, and lies are told or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a phenomenon of like people. Someone says boo about someone else. Yeah, and then right. on that post, someone completely unrelated that met them once scrolls by it on their feed and says. Oh damn, that's rough, or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so just assume whatever the original thing was right. was true and exactly yeah, right. is, is exactly what happened, and takes it as reality and says, "Yeah, that's fucked up." Yeah, or whatever. Taking things taking things without con uh, context, and that would right. never happen in the real world. Right. That would be yeah. the equivalent exactly. of you and your friend having a conversation in a field, and someone walking by you <laughs> and saying "Whoa," and just walking on like yeah. that. That's not no a context. that's no kind of that's not a, a, a communication structure that yeah. we ever deal with in reality. Yeah. Right. So having a closed feed is, is important because, mm-hmm. or a closed group, because it, it it's as if you're all congregating in one spot to have this thing out. Now, granted, it, it is a difference. You know, there is a difference in communication between people in a room together and people on the, on the internet. But right. I think that's why this program is kind of important that you are starting because you recognize that. Right. And you want to have the thing out. Correct. Have fun with it and right. also take it seriously right. and, and, accept, and the are, con- accept the consequences of the things that go on. Exactly. Exactly. And also it's kind of a thing with, you know, protecting, because some people may say something in this group that they would not say on their public profile and they don't want that to be accessible to maybe future employ- employers. Right. I've had people that or, have, yeah, I've had people that have uh, tried to add me outside of this group and I've been like, look, dude, I'm kind of afraid to add you because I'm afraid of the shit you might put on my timeline. Yeah, yeah. And it's nothing against them. Like, 
you know, because for me, I hear everybody out, but it's, yeah, it's just a personal Mm -hmm. preference. Also, I just wanted to uh, point out another good reason uh, about all this is, so when you see a friend that posts a status that is controversial, um, people are like, I'm going to jump in on that shit. And then your opinion is exposed to literally everybody that they're friends with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it reaches people that you would that you, not think that it would reach. Right, and people you're not even and friends with. And you can like, kind of stop that, but if people share, you know, you never Anyways, know what could happen. this is a group for that. It is, is, it is a group for people to go in and say what they want to say without the consequence of the public feed that is on Facebook. You don't need to go on someone else's feed and call somebody a cuck or a troll and then call some unnecessary drama when there is this Facebook group that can literally do all that for you without any of the drama other than the drama that's inside the group. Mm. So I'm just saying it's not worth losing friends over a Facebook status when you could easily go talk to other people about this that, are not, you know, at the end of the day, don't care about what you said. Yeah. Because that's one big problem I've picked up on social media is that people have lost friends because of different opinions they've put on their Facebook status. And I understand that it's up to us to comment and not comment on that, but it happens. It's going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it. And it's happened since social media has been out there. I mean, people have just been like, well, I can't stand it. I've got to have my word. And bam, you're not friends, even though you've probably been friends for like 10 to 15 years. It's just not worth it. Don't comment on someone's public feed and lose a friend when you can go talk about this in a group with some stranger that doesn't care about what you're saying either way. They, you know, you can argue about it and you're not losing a friend. You're not. I also think that's an environment that promotes that. Even if you are talking, even if those two friends are in this, are in this group, they can talk about that and not be as personal. I feel like, because that's kind of the purpose of why they're there. You know, being being commenting what you would comment in this group on someone's public profile is pretty much being in, you're like impeding kind of in, in a way I would say, uh, you know, depending on what it is, but in this group, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of more of a, I'm yeah. just trying it's to save open, some friendships and you know, it's even been family members that get deleted. Oh, from oh, well, let's talk about some <laughs> now, Dave, <laughs> now we, you know, um, we have we're a- pretty much famous with our parents. Our parents think, uh, we're, we're famous for this group. Uh, <laughs> <Dave> <laughs> mom, we're famous with our parents. We're famous with our parents. Think famous. I'm famous, and <laughs> I just want to point that out because you know I think they're famous for for uh, now. David's being mom, she loves she loves to be in the group, and you know she doesn't even <clears throat> care if she's right. She does she'll just comment. I mean, it's just kind of like a thing for her. She'll be like, oh, well, I'm just going to go and uh, say some stuff. And there is an advantage to this group, is what I'm saying, and it's not to it's not to lose a friend that you've had for years and that you've grown older and you have separate views and you know, like I have plenty of friends that I grew up with that I was best friends with. Now that we've gotten older, we have separate views, but when they post something, I don't find it worth it to put my opinion out there <laughs> because I don't want to lose that friendship yeah. necessarily. So what's a, what's a good example of, of a conflict that would happen? Like what are, what are two examples well, of opposing let's just views? Say politics. Okay. My friend posts about, uh, somebody that they like, or let's just say, uh, 
we're, we'll just use gun rots as an yeah. example. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a friend posts gun, gun rots, and I go in, and I'm like, well, dude, I don't think this and this and this. And next thing you know, you're in an argument, and it goes even further than what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Because it's it turns into an argument. Yeah. And and it's an argument for everybody to see. And then it gets to the point where you guys are not even really trying to meet common ground. You're just trying to one-up. Right. It gets to mental gymnastics. Yeah. And I think that that's just not necessary. Like, we're not always going to agree with the friends that we grew up with. We're not always going to agree with our friends. And that shouldn't be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we're going at. Right. Yeah. We, so, so using that example, those are, there are many, many ways of trying to identify, track, and think through this problem right. of what of gun of gun rights or whatever the thing is. Yeah. Um, it's so, so, and there are, there are all these multiple viewpoints there. So what better people to mitigate those problems and try to think it through than friends who love each other and are committed yeah. to each other as right. friends and have different viewpoints. Like that's a great com And that's, isn't that kind of creates a network right. of, of, you know, thought provoking, um, there are some people in there that know each other, but there, mm-hmm. there's a reason why they're still both in there. It's because they don't mind that they share each other's opinions and they hear each other out. And I'm just saying like some friends can deal with that. Some friends can't. But I'm just going ahead and say it that like it it's not it's not really that necessary on a public feed. Okay, you can voice your opinion on a public feed, that's fine. But I it gets just blown out of proportion. It does. It does. You have and, people and jump in and they wanna just and I don't know, they just want to uh call you something based off this one incident on a Facebook post. And, you know, call you and, you know, we've had, uh, instance, I won't really give names, but some people we know, uh, on a public Facebook, someone related to us was calling someone other related to us uneducated and kind of ball, you know, kind of being very rude. So, you know, that's kind of not necessary for the public. I guess, and then you're just kind of destroying, yeah. destroying a relationship that had no point, no other basis of that relationship could deter, would determine it being right. terminated other than this, right? You know, someone saying, "Oh, well, you don't know what the Second Amendment's for. You're dumb. I got some books you can read. Fuck, you know, like fuck that. You know, like you're not getting anything done right. except calling someone dumb. So yeah, and that's not, that's when pretty, two people, pretty much pointless. Yeah. When two people get in this group and they know each other, they know what they're getting into. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's I was, what I want to get out to. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Was that that's that's another thing. If you if you you're you're not going to go and randomly pick ideological fights with a stranger at a bar because yeah. you don't know that person. You don't know exactly. what they're capable of. You don't know what they're going to say to you. Right. But yeah. people that have a personal relationship already are, you know, they're they're going to know like, okay, you're not like that. We're having an argument yeah. instead of you're a dick. Yeah. Whatever. You're coming here for that. Yeah, this is what you came for. This is what you came for. You came for that argument, son. Full circle, baby. (laughs) Vape Nation. Blowing some clouds. Yeah. Get lost. Get in the vape. Yeah, just... uh, It's misty. We'll get it vaped up in here and... uh, (laughs) I'm going to blow you all some smoke and, uh, you know... Yeah, I'm blow some O's and we can uh, jump through some (laughs) hoops. You're going to blow some O's. You're going to blow some O's. You can jump through the hoops. (laughs) And, but... <clears throat> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah. We you know, we've been drinking this sap 
St. Paddy's Day St. Paddy's Day, and, you know, we're living in the future. So in this way, you guys get to have two St. Paddy's Days. Yeah, Because obviously exactly. we're not doing this today. We're recording it beforehand. Right, yeah. yeah. So now you get two. You're wearing green, and you are not David, so I'm going to pinch you later. God damn it. Yeah. Shout out UAB. I'm a blazer for life. I'm a blazer boy. I'm just going to tell it like it is. And uh, I'm a blaze it till I die. Right. Unless and, I'm on probation. And, <laughs> right, yeah. And, and uh, I got a drug test to take soon. Yeah. And uh, after that, I'm... You're you 420 blazing. I'm 420 blazing. I'm, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly. Oh, you know, I don't take anything uh, for fact. You know, no. This is just... <laughs> well, the character that you're playing... Yeah. ...is the, uh, would obviously... Yeah, uh, the character I'm playing would definitely that. blaze, but, you know, that's up for debate. Yeah, and the, play, yeah. the character I would uh, play, I mean, I'm sorry. I am playing that character. Yeah. It's just... I didn't even go to UAB, and I'll just, you know I'm still a blazer at heart. Yeah, I mean you're in proximity. You're in proximity. I live very close to UAB, and, uh, and uh, you know, and Blunt Hall for that matter. Oh yeah, Blunt Hall. Well, we're tying it all back in. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad to have you guys join the whole propaganda network uh, to wrap this around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's propaganda for free speech. It's a great collective, right? Mm-hmm. And. Well, like, that's something ironic, you know, leftists don't want free speech. Yes, we do. They do. A lot of people do. And it's for good reason. I want to I hear everything that anybody has to say, whether it be just, whether it is really uh, wearing down on my soul. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I just got to get it out. I just got to get it out. <laughs> I think I think it's admirable. Yeah. You know, and it, and you're you're setting kind of a standard where people... One for one thing, you have to expect what you're going to get. Like yeah. you have to, right. you have to. Ex- here's here's what you're going to get. So you're going to go into it right. expecting this that, is and then an you open have to discussion. take yeah, and you have to take responsibility for what happens. And I think that's a great kind of counter to social media in a way. A way to make a way to hack social media into kind of working naturally is yeah. we're going to do this like real life, and if you say something fucked up, there's going to be consequences for that. But just within this group, just within the conversation we're having, right. because somebody passing by that doesn't know what's going on and has nothing to do with it doesn't need to be involved. Right. And I just mm-hmm. think I think that's I think that's really interesting. And I'm glad to have you guys join on the on the whole on the whole thing. I'm glad. Yeah, to, we're uh, glad bring something to people. We're glad to be here because glad um, to be. Here. And, you know, we're not just going to talk about politics. We're going to talk yeah. about music. We're even going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about health. We're going to talk about. Uh, eatery we're going to talk possibly. about uh you know pregnancy we're going to talk about uh uh workers rights we're going to talk about ev- everything that we home can decor home decor of and course literature, I'll argue about that um you know uh possibly even like soft drinks or any other recreational drink we're going to talk about uh what's the how do you pronounce it b-a-i-bi Bi- I oh, guess you're talking about the, the, bay. Uh, the drink? Bay. 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 Because bay. they made a commercial with Justin bay. Timberlake, and they were like, bye, bye, bye. But I was oh, like, yeah. but I guess it is bye. But anyways, we're going to talk about the coconut oh, pineapple flavor they have, and it's really and the also, worth buying. Let's uh, talk about straight-up <clears throat> coconut water. Uh, it's got more potassium than bananas, but don't tell the monkeys that. This is our commercial break. <laughs> All right. Anyways... Uh, sorry, we had to put that on there, and not many people really like Madlock, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I like Andy Griffith. Well, he was a great guy. And, he was a great man. And in that show, he was a great lawyer. But anyways, <sighs> it really is an honor to be able to do this. 
y'all are going to hear some things that y'all definitely do not agree with. But and we probably won't agree but with But we want either. that. Uh, yeah. Like we were talking about earlier, <clears throat> what makes that group such a rush for people is that dopamine. Because Ooh. they're always waiting for that person to comment back. Mm. And I want that to kind of be the same thing for this. this. I want people yeah. to not always like what they're hearing, yeah. but still be interested because they don't like it so much. Controversy you know draws you in, and we want to talk about the things that other people want like to talk Richard about. Richard Spencer drives yeah. me utterly fucking mad. Now I want to hear, but people, I want to hear what he says. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I well, people, I'm still going to listen. Because yeah. how do you expect to deal with it otherwise? Yeah, exactly. Like, Someone it, has to be able to reply yeah. to him and respond to him and have a conversation. Yeah, about so what you he's better saying. know what he's about. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. I think it's important, and I don't think. Now, you know, the, there's the whole intellectual dark web thing happening where all these all these prominent thinkers that are talking about free speech, mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't personally like him, but Ben Shapiro <laughs> and uh, Rick Rubin and Jordan Peterson and a lot of those people, they're all trying to have these conversations mm-hmm. and are, are paying kind of a price for it. But mm-hmm. and comedians are serving the other half of that yeah. with the with the explosion right. of podcasts and joe rogan is one of the most powerful media forces in the world that's ever existed no doubt no, no doubt that guy just has, numerically like it's amazing yeah. it's he, incredible he, no doubt and he he hits a lot of areas and uh for a guy to i don't know for a guy to be into like sports and and just being really just like it's pretty well-rounded. He really is. And I don't agree with everything he says, but... Yeah, I don't either. Mm, yeah, but, but he's still pushing the, the, right. the concept. I and and I, I'm always going to hear him out. Yeah. Right. Even, and and, and I've, I've listened to a couple, the one with Brett Weinstein, where he said that stuff about um, the new Facebook that doesn't hack our biology. Yeah. Like, three quarters of the way through the, the two and a half hours they did... Uh, Rogan got off on some crazy tangent about like Catholicism being a fake religion and all like, (laughs) it's like he completely derailed the argument by just trying to press his point and be funny. And it's like, well, I'm not going to hold that against him. And as frustrating as it was, I heard the whole thing through Mm because I was interested in what his guest had to say. And that's his whole uh, mission statement is to have interesting conversations with Mm -hmm. people and learn things. And he's a fucking comedian, and he's the MMA guy, uh, whatever the uh, I think UFC, UFC guy, UFC, yeah, and, yeah UFC. and he's the Fear Factor dude, and he's mm-hmm. made no bones about that whole thing. And I'm not coming to him to hear intellectual debate. Mm-hmm. I'm there to hear new well, ideas he and fuck around. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like you know, we may not agree, but we have utmost respect. You know, yeah. it's like I respect what's going on. I, I see the the point, and you know, I appreciate that. So, and I realize yeah. that y'all are not going to respect. Uh, the opinions that you're going to hear. <laughs> Respect. Not always. Not always. Maybe sometimes. But maybe a lot of the time. We knows? don't need to go to degrading people yeah. for those. I'm not looking right. for respect. And I'm right. looking for well, grounds. Well, like coming. I was saying earlier, there is a reason why people believe the things that believe, and we need to take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. It's not that they just come out born with hatred. It's because they were raised around things that maybe you would influence them right. in ways that yeah. it's profound you or, know? or just weren't raised to think critically yeah yeah because yeah. you have a lot yeah. of closed-minded people and that you know when you look at like closed-mindedness i would my main uh example i guess would be like religion and it's just kind of like you know i'm not going to like diss that but it's like i want to push being able to think rationally or being able to question things i guess you know being able to ask yourself why and come up with a logical explanation which some people don't want to do that and that's fine you know that's fine like whatever makes you comfortable do it but at the same time 
it just comes down to like personality and I guess like personal viewpoints. Well, and whatever whatever makes you comfortable, you're free to do. But I don't know if that's always the the, the most productive thing. Yeah, and that's when I that's when I would want to you know uh, bring forth my opinion or kind of like a viewpoint or conversation like right. this is kind of be like, yo, listen, there's probably a better way, and it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, an alternate title might be uh the the ideological thunderdome but that yeah. i think i came here right. for an argument is perfect <laughs> because you know you're it, it grants you know the way that you've done this and just the fact that that you've chosen to do this it right. it shows it's not misanthropic and it's mm -hmm. not judgmental like it's it's very much it, it very much shows your faith in people yeah. to have it out We're and giving people and, a chance yeah and i mean giving them and, a place yeah. It, it very much shows that you believe that people can come to a consensus no matter how disparate they are. Yeah. Uh, in, in their viewpoint. And I think that that's, I mean, that's very admirable. And I appreciate that. Mm. Um, you know, what, what some people would say that you consider admiral, admiral, admiral Paul, uh, 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 in this case, uh, some people look at it as that I'm protecting, uh, or I am, so, so say you're protecting people that are using hate speech right. or, mm -hmm. or just being dicks. Yeah. Right. Well, a lot of people, there are some people that do see it that way. Protecting them from what? Yeah. Right. Well, they from, say, well, from if retribution, you're letting it happen, well, you're just as guilty. I guess it's right. like we're harboring an environment that would um, maybe, yeah, like okay, but what's, encourage what, that. What, society, what exists on the other side of that? If you If they had their way... Yeah. And you stop protecting all those people. So what happens to those people that you're not protecting anymore? They probably just them? spew their shit in uh, public places, which is probably worse. So I guess we're taking one for the team. Well, and, and the, There's and a the, reason the, why it's private. The presupposition <laughs> of the people saying, well, you're just harboring people that are saying whatever. Built into that is a whole vision of the world where nobody says anything wrong. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And what they don't think and they're how do you saying get rid of the wrong. people that say the things wrong? Yeah. Right. And we're trying to talk to them. They're saying them, what they don't understand, like I was saying, is they don't think that what they're saying is wrong. Right. And mm -hmm. I thought that was I was in the bathroom, but that's a great point. They like, don't think that. Yeah. They don't think that at all. And that's what I'm trying to get at is just because you think I'm harboring hate speech. Well, you got to understand that not everybody thinks the same way we're going to. And mm -hmm. it, that's the point of this. It's just that it's trying to take you out of your comfort zone a little bit because it does with mine. You know, it's it's not like that. It's just one side of the coin here. Right. You know, we're all out of our comfort zone. And I think that's yeah. the only alternative. Like, I think I think your viewpoint of they're going to say this anyway. So if we hear them, like, that's the only alternative to... Uh, some kind of hellscape right. where, because yeah. if you don't, if you don't have the right to say your opinion, no matter what it is, mm -hmm. which is the foundation, like that's what free speech is. You yeah. can say whatever you want and suffer the consequences according to what society decides is, is, is permissible with yeah. people. Like literally you can't shout fire in a crowded theater, which is the classic example, because mm -hmm. that puts people at danger and that's not yeah. the best move. Yeah. Don't mm -hmm. do that. But and, and, and if you do that, then there's a consequence behind it. But if you can't say, if you can't represent your best approximation of reality in the world freely without consequence unto itself, like no matter who it is, you can't be punished for saying it. Yeah. If you say it and you piss someone off and you get into an argument and he punches you, that's a consequence you yeah. got to own. But that's your responsibility to mitigate. Right. But that's the thing with like punching a Nazi. 
Yeah, yeah. ridiculous. That's 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 so insane. Uh, oh, but, if you're punching a Nazi, you are the Nazi, right? Like, Am you're I? using force to in, in, to enforce your point of view. Yeah. But without getting into the weeds on that, yeah, yeah. like if you if you deny someone the right the the human the human right to represent their own version of reality, which is in a lot of ways not tempered by their choice, like mm-hmm. you come in with a disposition, you come in with your own biases. And, and that's the way that it is. And you, yeah. but it's your responsibility to mitigate that. And every right has a responsibility and that's yeah. the way that it works. That's a great, I think that's a great talking point. Nobody's talking point. about yeah. it. Like, yeah. but, but someone may say something that you don't agree with, but they're, they are digging their own grave or they are, or they aren't. You well, know? it's there. It, it's on them to make sure that they don't do that in a way that's totally, um, that, that, that completely goes beyond the pale of society. Because yeah. if you're on a street and you just, Call if you if you just go after someone with a bunch of hate speech and insults, then you're mm. going to get the shit kicked out of exactly. you by somebody yeah. that's not going to take that, and exactly. that doesn't. There's I'm not, not trying to harbor anybody. I'm trying to harbor free speech, yeah. right? And that's vital. Uh, and people issue. say, well, just you're using that as an excuse, and that's not thinking, though. Yeah, and you're. Some would say, well, that's kind of a privileged way of thinking, and I, you know, I accept w- what I am. Hang on. How is that a privileged way of thinking? Well, they think us, I would say that left-leaning people would say that since I can take hearing racial slurs and not, they think that I don't think about that And when a person says that. Like, you know, like, I think a big deal about this group is that some people don't like hanging out in that group because they don't like to hear the words that some of those people say, even when they're joking. You know what I'm saying? Understandably so. Mm. But that mm-hmm. gets to my point earlier. When people are joking, they honestly don't think that's offensive. You know? Right. And, it assumes that everybody else is going to understand that they're joking. Right. Yeah. And sometimes people will say things that are hateful. And I'm, I'm not trying to harbor that. Because when people say, let's just say that, let's, let me use this as an example. When the right says, oh, well, uh, you're for abortion, you're for killing babies, you know? So to them, they think that I'm harboring people that are for murder. Right. It goes both ways, you know? Even though I think, or someone thinks that abortion is fine, someone else thinks that saying the N-word is casually okay when they're telling a joke. Right. So, uh, people think they're sick, and those people think that they're sick yeah. for two different reasons. You know, I'm just trying to get across that what you th- find offensive, someone does not find offensive. Yeah. And that that is just how it works. Um, some people like capital pun- punishment. Some people yeah. would think that that's very offensive. Yeah. And I think that me hearing all these opinions, someone would say I was privileged because I, for who I am, which is, I'll just say it, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm a white dude that's straight. And they would think that I can handle the heat because there isn't much that is offensive to me because my race or my 
But that assumes so much about your way, your mode of being. Right. Yeah. Like right. that's, you can't <clears throat> compare pain to pain because pain is like the fundamental thing that we yeah. have to deal with. You can't well, deny someone that's in pain because that is a rejection of reality. And you can't compare one person's pain to another because yeah. what the fuck are you doing when you do that? Like right. I'm more hurt than you. I deserve more than you. <laughs> My hatred matters more. It's like a broad yeah. stroke. And that, yeah, it's exactly the same as like, I have the louder voice and I have the bigger gun. So you're going to listen to me. Well, I have yeah. more pain and I'm hurt more. So you have to listen to me. Right. It's not, neither way is, is based on understanding. And In it's, no way it's would I ever argument. discredit what pain that someone went through. Right. And never, and yeah. never will I ever do that because I have no idea what some of these people have went through in their life. I'm just simply trying to put out there what those people are going against. Yeah. And the reasons they have for that. Well, I, I just find that so appalling that somebody can say, well, you haven't suffered enough to have an opinion. <laughs> it's like, well, God, you live in a miraculous society. Yeah. Like our society that we live in is a is a, an amazing mir uh, miracle of an approximation of the best world that we can have. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, like you haven't suffered enough to have an opinion on this topic. I find that so ridiculous because then, then you get into like, you're trading on anything that you could possibly rope in, not you, but like any, any, anyone making that claim, uh -huh. any pain that they've ever experienced could possibly be roped in with three degrees of separation. Mm. So, you know, my mother was this and this and this, and her grandmother was this. So mm. suddenly I'm, uh, right. I can I play right. all of these pain cards too. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not a way to find any kind of pain should not be a bartering chip. No, it's like the, the opposite of compassion. Yeah. It, it, that's, I, that didn't make sense to me until right. now. No, yeah. And it's, like I said, it's just an example of, uh, things that I've got, gotten through private messages like, Hey, you shouldn't be letting people say this. And for a while, I didn't let people say a lot of things. And then I got to the point where I was like, wait a minute. I've completely lost track of why I made this group in the <laughs> yeah. first place, which is to let people hear the honest truth of the world. Mm -hmm. And those who want to stick around will stick around, and those who want to tough it out will tough it out. Yeah. And and some people think that because of who I am as I was born, that I am privileged to believe or say that kind of thing. And I totally understand where they're coming from, <clears throat> but at the same time, uh, like you were saying, I'd, I you know I have also had pain in my life. And never would I discredit someone else's pain because of that. So if you did not like that fact, you are not in that group, you know, and I can't help who I am. Those people couldn't help who they were or are. And that's why I am willing to put their word out there because no one can really help who they are and no one can help how the world went and has always been. And we need to just, I mean, I guess I don't want to, be too blunt about it but we just i hope some people can look past that and uh really understand that i mean this is the world we live in and right. the world life is not perfect and i hope that it does become perfect for everybody you know it'll probably be let long John long ago yeah imagine all the people yeah uh but imagine anyway. there's no heaven imagine there's no hell <laughs> yeah you know but, but wait there is a heaven <laughs> yeah but i'm just saying like i do hear everybody's pain however i don't i will never be able to 
comprehend, comprehend or understand or relate or, to everybody's yeah. pain. And I understand that. But yeah, but but it's not somebody else's place to put on put a cap on your relatability to other people. Right. Yeah. You I know, would, like you can't possibly relate to what I've been through. Well, tell me. I would I would, yeah. I would love to sit down and listen to right. you and give it a shot and you should give me that credit. Yeah. You know, but but what what you what you're doing is you know, it, like I said before, it, it it's something done in good faith with the human spirit, right. and and the fact that we we do have more in common than we have apart, and yeah, yeah life is pretty brutal, and it's a tragedy back to front, basically, and we have to make something meaningful out of it in order to survive and not go insane and not tear each other apart. And there have you, been things that I've been called on there that I did not like. Yeah, and mm. it affected you negatively. It did, you know? but at the same time still gave them that platform because they do not think that that is offensive. And it would be unfair to remove them just because, you know, I don't want to, you know, you got your feelings hurt. People want to say that feelings, but you know, I mean, it's there for them to do that. I mean, it might be an insult on your human dignity to be called something like that, but, but you, this, this whole thing embodies like the, the ability for people to weather the storm and and come out with a greater understanding because of what that taught them and that's yeah. much more profound than just avoiding conflict so that you can be more comfortable yeah exactly it's like being bullied on the playground what are you gonna do like hide and then you don't get anything done and then you know you come back the next day and you're like all right i'm ready for this shit yeah and eventually you know and then you're like okay well that bully doesn't affect me anymore because i understand now that what they say to me or about me yeah they don't really understand you know so you can kind of, uh, I guess, kind of build a personal solitude or kind of fortitude within yourself. So right. it kind of helps in future conversations, I guess, or future so, life experiences, yeah. you know, kind I'm of. I'm just trying to make sure that everybody's clear of what they're getting into when they hear us talk and or hear the the people that we have yeah. on here. Because we're going to have some interesting guests. We are. We're going to have people that. All are, across I mean, the it spectrum. Will, it will. <sighs> I hate to say it, but it will trigger some people. It yeah. will trigger me while we're talking. Yeah. About it. And, you know, that's the fun part. It is. I get a rush out of it. Baby I know that people get a rush out of it. There's a reason why there are people in there. They all get a rush out of it, even if they don't. And it is for a people that have a rush for this kind of thing. And, mm. you know, I've had people say, well, you know, David, you know, like people don't want to join this group for that, that, and that. Well, that's fine. Because yeah. there are other people that want to join this group, yeah. and there are other people that want to hear these discussions. Well, and, I think a ton of people are going to want to hear this this show that you've got because the Facebook thing is kind of different. Like, it is. It, it, they're it different, is. and the live thing is different too. They don't, I think it's great that you have different strategies at coming at this, but you know, I think there's a a huge demand now for, and that's why these long form podcasts and these long form discussions are so popular, like like unprecedented popular, mm -hmm. because people just want to hear it out. Let's have the thing yeah. out because I'm tired of being fed a bits bunch of a bunch of bits and pieces of somebody yeah. else's viewpoint yeah. that they made to fit in between advertisements. Yeah. There's right. no need We're for that. We're trying to grind it out. This here. is not about my viewpoint. Yeah. This is about simply y'all hearing everybody's viewpoint right. on anything that we can expose you to. Whether, right. And 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 nobody should begrudge you having a viewpoint in that conversation. No. And I hope it doesn't turn out that way. Yeah. But if it does, then it does. Well, just but. as what they say, we say. You know, right. like don't take what they say as a uh, you know a 
in stone viewpoint of our of, of the show but don't let what we say be an in stone yeah. an etched in stone <clears throat> point of view of what we're doing you know because we're kind of looking out we've created the bubble we're looking into the bubble of what we've created and we're kind of working within that i guess i, don't I think maybe, be attached yeah. to what we're saying shouldn't be shouldn't stand for what we're doing i guess right. because we're a part of the whole climate you know it's yeah. like it's the weather and we're we're all like here. It. We all have to live together. Yeah. So the least we can do is hear each other out. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Might as well at the least. And know. I don't want you to think, guys or girls, to think that we're going to have people in here solely to belittle them or belittle your uh, thought or your just the way you believe in life. We're going to try to promote critical thinking. But it's simply to expose you to what is really out there. And we're going to have fact checkers um, live. Yeah, uh, to to refute things and actually support uh, or, or refute arguments one way or the other, um, and and it's done in in the faith of a future, right? You know, and the, like I said, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while. I I can honestly say, I am a I was bo- uh, born in a very conservative area. I would say that I'm a liberal guy, and that's what had made me inspired to do this in the first place. Because so much of my friends growing up were very uh, conservative, and I was not with them, but I was still friends with them uh, because I find beauty in a lot of people, whether you be conservative or you know into hip hop, into punk rock, into basketball, just whatever it is. I want to hear what you have to say, and I'm you know I just don't think that I've just never been a fan of letting someone's I don't know, a uh, way of thinking to get in the way of me finding a beauty into what it is they, who they are, just right. who they are as a person. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to give everybody a fair shot as they give me a fair shot. It's what we all deserve. I, that, that goes, that goes right to the core of the human mission and, and the concept of human dignity and that we, we have a transcendent divine spark or some kind of essence in us that is beyond us in the in the present if we were just mm-hmm. animals we would just be a node in the present like dogs yeah. or something but yeah. we're not we can anticipate a future and we can collaborate on a future <clears throat> and come to understandings yeah. of ideas that colla- that that um that contribute to a better future for mm-hmm. all people right for example yeah. um me and dylan we argued with this guy that lived in our county for like a year straight in this group he's a he's a notorious member he is. People love, hate him. Gold status. Can't have him. Oh, he's definitely gold. Him. Yeah. He's, he's it's, it's kind of one of those things. It's like my dad said the other day. Yeah, you may not like what he's saying, but you need him. Yeah. Because, because without yeah. him, there would be none of that back and forth. Right. Without him, and, you know, he posts a lot, and it keeps the group going. So what, Without some of his posts, we, it would be boring in there sometimes. Right. That made me think, like, the, the outcome is not an answer. Yeah. It's just... What do you think of in the process? Yeah. You know, and if you, if you go into it holding, it's the motor, you know? Yeah. And if you, like you were saying, you don't want to be held against your own opinions. So if you say something, that's not the way that it is. That's just something you're walking across to get to all the thoughts that you have later. It's like a stepping stone. But tell me about this fellow. No, uh, it's very interesting. Uh, for a while, (laughs) I, I mean, for a while. Uh, <laughs> and let's say we have some things in common with this guy. <laughs> we do. But um, I think the beauty of this interaction was that for a year we argued with this guy. And we were like, God, this guy is insane. <laughs> and then uh, we were like, 
this is when me and Dylan really got into live interviews. And people were like, dude, if you go find this guy, we will fucking watch this shit. It's not the Time Cube dude, is it? Huh? Okay, go on. No, nah, it's, it's <laughs> the uh, the, uh, the Native American should have built a wall guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> go on. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, yeah. Uh, so, we were like, God, this guy's insane. Like, uh, And then we eventually, like, but when I'm arguing with these people i don't have animosity even though my comments could lead to say otherwise there are some there are some shit that i've said to some people in there but i would still go reach out to them and interview them and hang out with them you know yeah you don't leave it at yeah. that and say just right. you're gonna out. have exactly. your occasional like shit which talk. some people will be sure. like i'm never gonna hang out with this guy but we're like hey uh, we're we're going to find, yeah, gonna find you. Right. Well, for, for one, you're close to us and, uh, you know, you can't be that It's a bad community, a really, yeah. is what I'm getting at. It but is very much a community. Anyways, so we go <laughs> we go to this guy and... Uh, he welcomes us into his home. He did, he, you know, he has He's got a wonderful lo- family. He has this lovely French wife. It's very Southern. Uh, they had a funny story about him carrying beef jerky to France and... Uh, and next thing you know, we're just smoking weed yeah. in, in their bedroom. Allegedly, allegedly, they, you know, they, I've heard they symbolically. Yeah, yeah, we were metaphorically smoking weed. Fuck you, Jeff Sessions. Yeah, yeah fuck by you. By the way, Burgard. Yeah, go on. Um. So, anyways, in the midst of our allegedly crazy marijuana addiction, uh, is, is substance Jeff, abuse, as Jeff Sessions would like to put, um, and as I would allegedly say, but. Uh, we just, we got to talking and even while we were hanging out, we were like, oh, this guy's still crazy, but I still find the beauty in this person because he is not me Yeah, and he is not somebody I hang out with every day. But at the same time, he welcomed me into his home. Yeah. Makes me smile. He would welcome anybody into his home, although he thinks this about his certain particular group, you know Maybe what I'm not saying? Maybe a Syrian refugee, but... No, he definitely would. He yeah. just doesn't have a mind... He doesn't have a problem giving his opinion about a Syrian refugee. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He would definitely... Um, he, he would welcome he anyone. He should have a Syrian refugee <laughs> live with him because that would be very great. And, and uh, so anyways, it, it was a nice experience. People... I had messages from people before the interview, and they were like, God, please do not, like, kill this guy. Like, it was the people that were like... Not literally kill. Like, seriously, don't, like, roast him. But really, we wanted to just get his side of things. It wasn't, like, we already knew what he was about, but Mm. we just wanted to, like, hang out with him and get people to understand him face to face. like, And see us having a good time with him, to know that we're not going to be there because we make it a point when we do those live interviews to not bash that person because that's not the point at all while some people would want to do that but that's not our, our if viewpoint. i go if i go and see the uh, the worst member member in my opinion i'm not going to bash them i'm yeah. giving them this interview and this the stage to be who they are you know and that's really what i want out of this show is i want people to feel comfortable and realize that i'm not here to humiliate anybody not at all because honestly the humiliation is up to them (laughs) (laughs) that's the way it should be is if is if you really say something stupid and offensive 
you have to own that happening. Like yeah. you have to deal with for sure somebody you thinking say. you're stupid and offensive. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you're condemnable as a person. Because if you deny someone the right to have a thought, you're denying their agency in the world. Yeah, which is beyond just being what the the whole issue is with with racial inequality or or sexual inequality or gender inequality or all these different mm. stratification problems where more people have things than other people. Yeah, it's like. You can't be denied human agency. Yeah. That's the way it is. And if you... When you get down to the biological standpoint of it, I mean, there's nothing dividing us, really. It's just I mean, mental. There there are differences for sure, but there yeah. are complementary differences. Yeah. And, and there, there are, like like the political spectrum and the personality types, there are different strategies at life. And they're, they're on the one hand, demanding that everything serve the same purpose is insane and it doesn't work. And, and assuming that everything is, is equal and the same mm-hmm. is not... Is not it's not verifiably true and it's not functional. Yeah. Yeah. But accepting each other's differences and accepting that that there are slopes on things and there are you know like one person needs to really be heard out because their voice has been silenced for a long time. Uh-huh. That's important, but that doesn't mean that the answer to that is to silence the person that's had a voice before. Because oftentimes, like if you like if you get if you get drunk at a party and everyone starts laughing at your jokes. You're going to make an ass of yourself. You know what I mean? You're going to yeah. overestimate what you can do. <laughs> yeah. And you're suddenly going to think that what you're doing is totally fine because yeah. everybody laughed once. And then you completely fuck up because yeah. you're trying to, you know what I mean? And that's a horrible analogy yeah. for racial inequality. But like the answer to you, you're a white man and you've had power for all this time. And so now you don't matter anymore yeah. is genocidal and totalitarian at yeah. taken to its logical extreme. And it's being legislated right now. Mm. In a lot of places where if you don't recognize my gender category that isn't categorizable or definable, then yeah. you go to jail. Yeah. And that's a and a lot of these things are just a stone's throw away from humanitarian disaster. Mm. And so I, I take it really seriously that we have to treat everyone with communicatable dignity like yeah. whatever you have to say has something yeah. godlike in it how are you supposed to know what you sh- what isn't acceptable and what is acceptable unless you have a conversation beforehand or during to know what's going on with everybody right yeah. if you say something hateful then there's a pretty goddamn good reason that you're saying something hateful yeah like and there are a lot of people who don't really give a shit you know but there's a reason why they don't give a shit. And that's just as important. Like yeah. the nihilism thing and Nietzsche totally called it. Like yeah. our values are gone as yeah. a society. Our values are not shared anymore or systematic. <clears throat> that's probably and, pretty very true in America right now. I mean, that's probably one of the reasons why we have a lot of mass shootings yeah. and stuff is because when you look at American society, it's, there is a lot of uh, very cynical, very a lot of cynicism going on and you have, I don't know. I mean, people just kind of lose faith in the system, which I, 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 you know, I can't say I disagree with them. I mean, it's, it's rough, you know, so people kind of go to desperation. They go to many lengths to, to try to succeed and then it just doesn't work. And then they're just kind of broken. You know, that's verifiable. You can go Mm -hmm. and and read the Columbine shooters diaries. And that's all that they talk about Mm -hmm. is I didn't get mine from the world and I hate the world for it. And I'm going to take my pound of flesh with me when I go and I'm going to shoot innocence because that's the most damage I can cause to prove my point. And it's like, well, Nietzsche said, like, you get nihilism on one hand or you get totalitarianism on the other hand because you can't deal with the nihilism or you create your own values. 
And we have to do that. And that's what you're doing. I guess that's the potential in a democracy is when people have freedoms, you never know what they're going to do with those freedoms. And and we don't know the top potential of that. Not just for ill, like for good. We don't know what we can do. Yeah. And what is, you know, what hasn't, what, what hasn't there been set a boundary on, you know, I mean, there's, there's room for a lot of things to happen mm-hmm. and we're seeing a lot of that unfold in the common or in the modern era right now. I mean, it's, it's scary, but there's also a lot of hope. I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of people on the side of good. There's a lot of people on the side of bad and, you know, so far, but I think what is bad to some is good to, to others. others. Yeah. Right. It's very arbitrary in that. And you it's going to have to be had out. Yeah. And, you know, uh, there is true malevolence. Yeah. There are bad there people evil. that want only bad things for yeah. you. And we know that that is bad. Yeah. But, and you know, I don't know the arbitrary definition of people to certain people in their minds is it's up to them and them only. And, you know, that's one thing with, with, with people who commit mass murders, you can't predict that you cannot predict what someone is going to do. You yeah. can't, whether you have a law that says you can't do it or not. That's not going to stop people from doing it. Yeah, only and, only a society based on. I mean, yeah. that that's a that's a crazy leap. But but only only, well well well, having all of us deciding on an ethical basis to have a way to reach our potential as human beings and not reject each other's humanity is a way mm. to solve that. Yeah, and that can't be done through legislation. Can't. It mm-hmm. has to be done through uh, discourse. Discourse. Yeah. Uh, philanthropy. Maybe, but you know, it's kind of interesting to think about, you know, when you, uh, come to ideas such as like population control and like things like that, where it, it only becomes, it's so hard to contain or to legislate and try to rule or have a state of law over so many people. I mean, you know, yeah. There's actually, this is pretty crazy. There's a place in Georgia where there's like a, a, it's like a a stone. It's kind of like if there's ever an apocalypse or there's some sort of like civilization or there, uh, you know, some catastrophe. Right. Um, there's a place to meet in Georgia where there's like these, uh, tablets, just these stone tablets as rules that are set out to to form a new civilization. One of the rules is like keep the population under 5 million or something. Yeah. And it's pretty crazy because it actually has all these rules and there's like 13 rules or something. And it's not like crazy shit, you know, it's kind of like that makes sense. Well, that's the interesting thing about the Ten Commandments because those were all already things that their society was doing. Yeah. It's like, well, let's decide that this is codified and here it's written out and everybody in the future is going to know that. It's like, well, he didn't get it from God. It's like he went up and had an inspired moment. If that if that's the story, the way that it yeah. goes in reality or whatever. Mm-hmm. Symbolically, he decided... He was verified, Moses was verified in his values that he had wrought in his society with the cooperation of other people. Yeah. By God came down and had it noted for posterity. Mm. And that's like, that's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. See this. Okay. So this says, uh, it's called the, uh, Georgia Godstones and it's in like every language, uh, not, I think it's like every major language Mm -hmm. on earth right now. It says, uh, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, God reproduction wisely. Uh, unite humanity with a living new language. Uh, rule passion, faith, tradition. Which, you know, this would always, this, I mean, you know, keeping, I don't know, it'd be kind of hard to maintain anything like that, but it just kind of begs the question, I guess. <clears throat> well, why would it be hard to maintain? Well, I mean, you see, with, 
uh, humanity right now, but what are we like seven billion people on mm-hmm. Earth? I mean, ten billion uh, is the cap, by the way. Billion. After ten billion, there's a rapid decline because we Shit. just can't sustain that. Mm-hmm. But okay, so so instead of because the worst, the most extreme, like we're gonna we're gonna hit the nail right on the head and hit it with as much force as we can, mm-hmm. regardless of morality, is a eugenics thing. Yeah, like I'm gonna forcibly take you and we're gonna shape what humanity is, and that's mm-hmm. you obviously can't do that. That's an yeah. awful, awful thing. Mm-hmm. But on the other spectrum, you have why why do people procreate unnecessarily? Well, it's mainly because they aren't educated about sex. They aren't like a lot of societies or a lot of a lot of people still don't know that like sex leads to reproduction. And that's They're like, bored. That is a good point. You know, yeah. it's like, so how how do you yeah. address the problems they're in? And then once those fundamental problems are addressed, how do you instill a common morality that isn't yeah. mm. that isn't based on punishment because the Puritans tried that. It didn't work. Yeah. How do you instill a fundamental belief that, okay, I'm going to sacrifice. I've got two children. I would like a third, but I'm going to sacrifice not having that third, mm. not, not having it and then not and then getting yeah. rid of it. Like I'm going to choose not to procreate and, and use all the, the modern tools that we have to mitigate mm. that. Which means you can't have the Pope saying you can't use birth control, right. that kind of thing. Yeah. You, how do you come to a common understanding where I'm going to hold myself at two oh. because I choose to because that's best for me and my family the and everyone. Good. Yeah, the greater good. And we're not like there's like we we've got to focus now yeah. on what is well, what is people... good on multiple levels. Exactly. We got to expand our reach out as yeah. far as our decision making yeah not necessarily you know people need to be on not just on the same page but in the same book you know we need to all be mm-hmm. in the same book uh we need to know what the what is sustainable and what isn't and people need to be compassionate and i believe people are compassionate whether or not you know something happens in someone's life that makes them incompatible you know not compassionate but i believe that you know for the most part the majority of people do care. Well, if they're motivated to be compassionate, they will be. Yeah. And that's not, that's an, that, yeah. that, I think that's a neutral yeah. statement. Hatred is taught for the most part. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, uh, like, uh, Carl Jung said the line, well, it was Solzhenitsyn that said the line between good and evil runs down the center of every human heart. Hmm. And it's what we do with it that is the divine thing in us. Like, the meek shall inherit the earth really comes out to translate closer to he who carries a sharp sword and wields it with power and keeps it sheathed when necessary mm. will inherit the world. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. a society full of well-formed individuals that can listen to each other is has Success. untold power. Yeah. Hopefully one day we'll uh, be able to accomplish that goal. But yeah. for now, I don't think it's working that great. Fuck no, but cheers. I think yeah. we should wrap this up. I'm a little, yeah, it's, I'm a little tipsy and it been, is late. And I am tipsy as we've well. We've been getting into it and let's say. And uh, I appreciate it, Jackie. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, it's going to be great. And I, I'm really looking forward to these next few episodes. And what's your, do you have an idea for the next one yet? Uh, we should try to have a guest on the next I'm, one, maybe. Well, um, maybe not the next one. I'm gonna, but. I'm gonna try one on, one off top thing. Okay. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that I feel like me and Dylan are not really gonna be like. Well, this is how you know it should be top thing. But I, like, I do want to hear everybody out. Like I said, um, we are gonna have conspiracy theorists. Ooh. This is just investigate three eleven. I, uh, I need to get Pizzagate. you around Earth Shell yeah, Pizzagate T shirt before you do that. Say what? Joe, Joe Rogan just put out these shirts that says "Round Earth Shill." Uh, <laughs> shill. 
Um, Shillery. We'll see. We're going to have, you know, we're going to have uh, music, uh, people that come in here and talk about, like, uh, DIY music, how music scenes have pretty much shied away from just being on a mainstream stage, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just... And we have a great uh, connection here in Birmingham. With there, there's a We're give, also, yeah. give them a, a an extra platform to. Uh, I'm gonna hopefully my goal is to also have some ideal uh, local politicians. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have people that are in the medical field uh, because I do want to talk about women's health. Uh, uh, people from universities. Uh, yes, people that are around this every day uh same with the politicians same with sports same with uh old media sure yeah yeah we'll have dan rather uh we'll have a uh, dan Satter uh dan, dan satterfield. satterfield uh he's okay he can, he can debate <laughs> kyle whitmire <laughs> yeah <laughs> excellent <laughs> excellent guys um well i really enjoy it i'm looking forward to it and you can hear all of those shows coming forward on if you look up iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, you're going to be able to hear this episode going forward on uh, on their own channel. I came here for an argument and at the earthhotel.org, they're part of the Earth Hotel Network and we're giving them all the support that we can. So uh, look out in the future for more shows, subscribe and do all the things. We're on Facebook and Twitter and all that shite. Um, thanks for supporting them and the Earth Hotel going forward. It's been grand. Shout out. Uh, yeah, like I said, I really appreciate this moment yeah, and this is great this is really uh really marks a good moment for me and dylan yeah. because we like i said this is something that we've wanted to do for a while i'll put this on my resume <laughs> yeah and uh <laughs> yeah i guess i will too no but, yeah it's i mean hey saying you worked on a tv show is just as much of a thing so this should yeah. be just as much of a thing five years from now exactly i mean you know, people will weird. listen to it people yeah. people will know People know. Yeah, we've got international listeners in all of our programs. So y'all. people in, and you already do too with the live stream. So, exactly. Yeah. And I'm going to get them on we'll here. Promote that as well. The and page. they will, because they used to wake up at three o'clock in the morning to watch our live streams. Yeah. So it's now, a legitimate media, media forum. God don't damn you it. get it? It's the bigger picture. Yeah. All around the world. Anytime. <laughs> any place. Any place, anytime, any way you want it. But anyways, uh, we're gonna get out of here, uh, Jackie. Awesome, it's been it's been great. Thanks a lot, Jack. Yeah, I'll and see you next time. Yeah, we're gonna hopefully have some interesting guests and some I don't know I guess some interesting stories for you guys to hear. So, peace out. You've been listening to the Earth Hotel Network. This show and others like it can be found at theearthhotel.org. We've got shows like Beers and Broads, DNR, a rom-com postmortem, my show, The Earth Hotel Podcast, which is interviews with local artists and creative people and people across the world. You can listen to all these shows and others at theearthhotel.org, and you can send feedback, strange signals, and interpretations of your dreams to theearthhotel at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. This has been Jackie.